The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn from savvy, street-smart entrepreneurs how to make the leap from running a stressful business that's always putting out fires to leading a successful company that is innovative, productive, profitable. Now, here's Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, sponsored by Inspire Nexus, giving street-smart advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take their company, firm, or organization to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to create and grow great businesses that matter, those that do well and do good. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach and Speaker helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My model is, if you do what you always did, you will get what you always got. Therefore, move outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So let's start right now to bring some magic to your leadership and business. Today's program is, when is more too much and when is enough enough? Are you motivated by helping others, by making money, by fear or greed? Are you motivated by someone else's direction or example? My guest is Patrick Rittig, known as America's top turnaround man, For over 25 years, Patrick has successfully saved companies from bankruptcy. He is passionate about helping the American entrepreneur, the companies 20 million and under, which are the backbone of this country. Reddick appears regularly on TV and radio shows, including Fox Business and Varney's and Company. Today, he will help us delve into the psychic of a CEO to get a better understanding of how human behavior affects a company's financial status and growth. He will also share with us his unique philosophy that has saved over 800 businesses in the last 20 years. Welcome, Patrick. It's a pleasure to have you on the Business Edge. Why, thank you. And I'm glad to be here. Well, um... I I find the title of this show, Patrick, uh, which is "When is more too much and when is enough enough?" intriguing. Can you ex- explain it to our listeners? When everybody starts their new business, they are there and they have wonderful, wonderful dreams, which I really enjoy. I enjoy the human spirit, and I enjoy the fact that we dream. And I enjoy the fact that we have the ability to achieve our dreams. Where we get into trouble is this little voice in our heads that is called greed. Many, many companies come to me and they, as I can see, are in trouble. But as I look back on their history, I see a time when they were not in trouble. I see a time when they were making money 
They were paying bills, and they were doing okay. But as we are human beings, we always want the proverbial more. We want more. More, I tell you. More. I need more because whatever I got right now, it's not enough. Why, I'm making my house payments. I live in a good neighborhood. My kids are going to school. My wife's happy. She's in a car. I'm in a car. They're both paid for. It's not enough. Let's refi the house and get bigger. That is too much. When you have a company that is doing well, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Don't expect the company to do for you what you can't do for yourself. If you want more, start a different company. But when a company is doing well, let it do well. If there is supply and demand, for instance, if you get an order, which is outside of the scope of your box, and uh, it is for more than you can produce, and you have to ramp up, you may say to yourself, I wonder how often this is going to happen. That would be a very good question. But if you say to yourself, well, I don't know, this might happen all the time. I'm going to refi everything I have to ramp up production in case this ever happens again. That would probably be a mistake. Sometimes we have to admit that we have enough. We have enough. Now, I am okay also with a new CEO running into this problem. Where I run into a challenge for myself is after I turn a company around, an impossible situation that seemingly has no good end, we get in there, and through the grace of heaven, we turn everything around, and we're back online. And we're doing well, and we're paying our bills, and we survived the Chapter 11. We survived all kinds of creditor problems. We survived the tax people. We survived, and the first thing the CEO says as soon as he gets a few bucks in his pocket is, I think what we need here is more, I tell you, more. <laughs> Sometimes it is okay to say that enough is the gift. Enough is the blessing. When you can pay your bills with a company, it's enough. It's good. Let it be. Do you want to make more? Make a different company. You know what you remind me of as you were talking, because I had a guest on um, a couple weeks ago, and um, what came up was uh, gratitude for what you have. and I think that's part of what you're saying, isn't it? To be satisfied, wow. you know. And can you talk a little bit about that? That guy must be one of my students. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He could have been one of my coaching clients as well, okay? <laughs> I agree. I, you know, I stand redirected. I think he was one of your students. I think so. I think so. Today, I say to all of you who are out there who have bills to pay, who have challenges to do, that have a company with a balance sheet that has cash in and cash out, you are blessed. Mm -hmm. For those of you that get into trouble because of your own mistakes, your own musings, your own anything, it's okay. There is help, but you cannot do it by yourself. And it's okay to want more. It's okay to push the envelope. But we all have to learn when more is too much. We have to learn where that line is. That line is called diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. Diminishing returns. 
when your head can't take anymore, your pocketbook can't take anymore, your family can't take anymore, your business can't take anymore, your friends can't take anymore, there isn't anything in your life that can take anymore. I say to you, if you're out there and you're in trouble, be careful about who you ask advice because not everybody knows. Everybody has advice, but not anybody can do it for you. Not anybody can get you out of trouble. They have advice for you. There's plenty of advice out there, and you can pay for it. But the only people that know what they're doing are the people that have done it. When you achieve, and I say that word carefully, when you achieve diminishing returns, that means that you've come far enough to know the difference between profit and loss. When you've achieved that, you have information that you should be very grateful for. When you're in the loss situation, call someone who did it last week. I do this every day. I see God work on this planet every day. I see miracles happen every day in situations that have been deemed unfixable, impossible, catastrophic failure, no good, have to go be an employee, can't do anything anymore. It's all over. It was a dumb idea. That's where I live. Those are my friends. And I believe today that from 20-something years of experience, I see success come from catastrophic failure because of the human spirit, the need to achieve. I see it all the time. What gets in the way of that? Well, a few things. Greed can get in the way of it. Greed can Mm -hmm. get in the way of it. Doubt can get in Mm -hmm. the way of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, those are for another topic. Today I say, yeah, be grateful for what you have. And when you get in trouble, call someone who knows how to get out of trouble, who got out of trouble yesterday, last week, last year, somebody who did it. Somebody who actually has achievement, who robbed, may I say, robbed success from the jaws of failure. Okay? Find someone who did it. (laughs) And, you know, I want to move on that, what you've just been saying, because a couple of thoughts are just bouncing, you know, in my mind as uh, as you were describing this. And it reminded me of of an article, um, a post that I wrote, uh, which is, you know, failure is not fatal. And it was based on it can improve your leadership. And it started with this sentence. I said many times I've learned more from my failures than from my successes. And I've made some whoppers. And then the article goes into, you know, the, uh, the idea of what you're saying, mistakes are in many ways gifts, um, and they grab our attention. Uh, certainly they do that, and they can give us a signal that we may be going in the wrong direction. So one of the things that, you know, we had talked about is um, talk more about why people uh, fail repeatedly and and how do you prevent that from happening, or do you have to repeat uh, um, uh, repeatedly before you before you get it. Uh, I caution you. Uh, let's talk about failure for a moment. Let's let's clarify what I think is failure and what I think is a mistake. Failure okay. is thinking you can fly. Failure is thinking you can fly and jumping off of a hundred story building to show everybody you can fly. Okay. Um, once you've done that, you've made a mistake that you can't fix. <laughs> that's, called, that's called free fall. That's called free fall. I was just teaching that the other day. Free fall. You have made a mistake you can't fix, and you are going to find out how it ends by simply 
riding the ride out. That is failure. When you okay. fail, you have done enough. Pro- you have you have done enough things in your life. You have made enough decisions in your life where you're not a free fall. Mm. And uh, if, in fact, the fire department at uh, let's see at the twenty fourth floor, the fire department somehow gets a net out there mm-hmm. to save you. You have been given a second chance. I would not suggest doing that ever again, climbing to the top of a building and seeing if the fire department can get a net out on the 24th floor. I would not suggest doing that. So when it comes to second chances, be very careful and be very honored that you have been given a second chance and don't spend it unwisely. So that is failure to me. Um, Do people fail all the time? Uh, Not like that. They don't, they don't make, you know, so mistakes. Yeah. We make mistakes every day. Right. We learn our mistakes. We slip and fall. We get up, we slip and fall, we get up. But catastrophic failure comes from, um, a a presumptuous nature. So what I mean by that is you think for some reason you're bulletproof and invisible and you can borrow money anytime you want. You can disrespect other people, not pay your creditors. You can get behind the eight ball so far that you realize that not only are you um, in trouble, but you have been incompetent and irresponsible and Mm -hmm. disrespectful to other people. And now the allies that were there for you, they are starting to leave your side. And that kind of mistake can be rectified. Now, if you're listening to me out there, what I just described are some of my best friends, okay? <laughs> They're some of my best friends. And how can they be my best friends with that kind of liar, cheat, thief-type attitude? Well, because they say, sorry, I can see that it wasn't a good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My life changed irrevocably for the better. My life, my own life changed irrevocably forever because I learned the word, Okay. Yeah. Okay. I learned the word okay. When people, I get people in trouble, the best time of their life is when I first meet them. They're in so much trouble, they're willing <laughs> to do anything. The problem comes after they get repaired, they're put back in order, and they think, hey, maybe I'll try it again. <laughs> so I caution you out there, be very careful about who you talk to when you're right. talking about uh, turnaround. When you need help, make sure that you talk to someone like me who did it yesterday, an hour ago. My phone call before I talk to you is about insolvency, getting people Uh out of trouble. Do Uh I do it? I do it every day. Be very careful about who you ask questions. Lawyers, CPAs, very good people. I have a lot of my best friends. Uh But they do not do turnaround. They do a certain specific part of the law, and they can't help you in a turnaround. A CEO is a very special animal. Uh He's a magnificent creature who does what? Entrepreneurial things. Ideas that weren't there before. They're magnificent creatures. You just can't go to a CPA or an attorney and say, hey, I'm a magnificent person. Can you help me? Because I got myself in a magnificent jam. Mm-hmm. So let me ask well, you this, Patrick, because we have just a couple of minutes. Um, if I can, if, uh, what specific questions, how do I know if someone has had, you know, the experience that I can trust? So are there specific questions that that person could ask 
uh, to evaluate whether this person really knows what they're doing and talking about? Well, I, I can give you the exact question, but nobody will ever a- ask it. The exact question is, excuse me, sir, have you ever saved a company that everybody left for dead, that nobody believed in and nobody liked, and the CEO now had no friends and no money, and his family was leaving him? If you have helped anyone in that situation successfully in the last 30 days, 30 minutes, 30 months, you're my guy. Okay. So that really describes you. Am I correct? <laughs> you would answer think, yes think, to that, right? Well, now that, you, now that you mention it, it does have some reflection on me. Yes, I think so. <laughs> okay. Well, um, it is time for a short break. I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Patrick Reddick, American's Top Turnaround Man. Um, when we come back, he will be sharing with us his unique philosophy that has saved over 800 businesses in the last 20 years. Uh, you're listening to The Business Edge, giving street smart advice on how to create and grow great businesses that matter, those who do good and do well. In So stay tuned. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to Manage Hub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarciaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. You're tuned into the Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to the Business Edge. 
Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is Patrick Reddick, America's top turnaround man, and he has been talking about uh, the you know failure and what you can learn from it, as well as what you can learn from mistakes. And he has a very unique philosophy uh, as he helps many businesses in terms of insolvency and bankruptcy and all the things that can go wrong with a business. So, Patrick, um, what is that unique philosophy that has saved over 800 businesses in the last 20 years? Well, that unique philosophy is if you are willing to be inconvenienced you can win. You can win the game. You can win the game. Everybody says, I want to be successful. I want my business turned around. I want to be okay. I want to be back in action. And I say, this is the list. The list. The list is ironclad. You can't pick five out of six on the list, three out of five, two out of five. When I start telling people how to stay in the box of income, in the box of expense, income and expense, how to do that, how to live their life, it becomes very inconvenient. If you are willing to be inconvenienced by your own wants and desires, you can be turned around. And in that inconvenience that you learn about, you will become a much sharper, more effective CEO. So, um, inconvenience. Um, staying in the box. Um, it seems to me that that means holding down expenses, uh, both personal and business. Am I correct on that? The monitoring your expenses, holding them down. Oh, Marcia, let me make something clear. The hardest part about turnaround is not money. The hardest part is the inside of the person. Mm. The person, the make of the person. Money is the easiest, the easy part. Yes, of course. I mean, it's like the movies, you know, like uh, buy low, sell high. Everybody can say stuff like that. Everybody can say it's inside the box. Uh, don't watch your expenses. Be careful. Your balance sheet is off. You owe EDD. You owe the IRS. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to use your tax money to make payroll. Oh, everybody <laughs> knows that's not a good idea. But when you're driving the ship, you got to do stuff fast. Money's the easy part. It's addition and subtraction. Right. How people so, live their life, what I'm talking about is if you are ready to be inconvenienced by how much money you actually make, you will end up making more money. If you make $10 a month and you stay inside of $10 a month, it's way harder than me saying that. Hey, I only made 10 bucks, so I'm just going to stay. I'm only going to spend $9.50. Way harder to say than to do. You have to change your lifestyle, change your mission statement. You know, uh, go ahead, Marcia. I think you want to say something. You know what I'm saying? You're ringing bells in me, really ringing bells. And uh, I want you to talk some more, but let me tell you what the bell you rang for me. Um, uh, I, uh, this past summer, um, I live in Dallas, Texas. We had major rainstorms 
my house got flooded. We had to leave for um, almost two months living in a hotel and then a, a, an apartment, took all our furniture out, brought it back. And then I, and I wrote an article about this, which is decluttering your life. Because what I, you know, when I saw all the stuff, it was, do I really need this stuff? And so it's not just decluttering things, it's decluttering commitments, relationships, things like that, which is, you know, changing a lifestyle, changing what you think is important and changing what you value. Um, that's Marcia, the bell that rang f- for me as you were talking. So continue it, along that path. But does that make sense to you? What I, you know, in terms of my own experience? I don't have the time in this call to express the strength of what you just said. What you just opened, the Pandora's box that you just opened in turnaround on this end of the phone, I don't have the time to address. I wish I did. I can tell you this. You want to know how to turn around a company? Make your bed in the morning. Be nice to your spouse. Take your kids to school. Pick them up. Pay attention to the balance sheet and what your employees say. Make the relationships with the people you have not paid. Go over there and say, I'm sorry. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm going to be able to pay you. It means that I'm in a mess and i got to work it out. Clean your car. Wipe off the things that you have been given in your life. Be grateful for the house that you still have. Be grateful for the car that you still have, for the office that you still have. Get an attitude here where you're going to take care of what you have. To stay in the box with that means that you're going to have to change your life. Mm-hmm. You're going mm-hmm. to have to say okay to a guy like me. And what is a guy like me like? Am I an intense guy? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Because we're running out of time. you got, what, 80 years on this planet. I mean, it's getting... You know, between 80 and 100, you know, you got mm-hmm. a few minutes on this planet to make your difference, a few minutes to do something intelligent, a few minutes to spend time with your kids and your family, a few minutes to make an example of how you should live your life to your children. You want to make money? Making money means that if you can pay your bills, you're rich. We got a problem all over the world. Making money means that you got so much money, you don't know what to do with it. That's not making money. That's not living a life of uh, peace of mind. I can tell you here, I have been in business for 25 years. The people that are happy, they pay their bills and they got a dollar left. They're happy. But how do they do that? They pay attention. They pay attention to everything, Marcia. Everything. This morning, when I got up this morning, how many people did I have to say I'm sorry to? Fortunately, today was a light day. I could call and say, hey, yesterday, it was a hard day. I'm sorry I had to say the hard things, but we still have to do the list. So in this last part of the segment, let me address the list because I couldn't begin to engage what you opened in your move of cleaning out your life. The list. The list okay. in a day. So let's get, let's get to the list. Okay. Um, so what's, what's on that list? The list of any given day of any CEO, number one, number one. The list is to check the money in the bank. Money (laughs) in the bank. Okay? Money in the bank. Okay? The next list is how much money do I owe people and did I talk to them yesterday? If I didn't talk to them yesterday, I need to talk to them today. Tell them where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Number three, produce, deliver, and collect. 
I better start paying attention to produce, deliver, and collect. I have to produce things, deliver them, and collect the money for them. That means I can't and must. I cannot give credit. I'm not a bank. I have to renegotiate my deal with my customers so that I get paid on time. Finally, no, not finally, on the list, there is also, oh, yes, produce, deliver, and collect. We must eat. Take care of your body. Take care mm. of your family. Make sure that everything is in order. You must take care of yourself. Otherwise, you're useless at work. Produce, deliver, collect. Take care of yourself. Mind, body, spirit. You've got to take care of yourself. Is that on the list every day? Those are the basic, principles. Those are the basic line items on the list every day. In addition to that, in addition to that, before you close the shop, every, before you close the shop up every day, you check the money in the bank. How many checks have you written that day? What is the difference? That's the beginning of turnaround. Can you avoid a chapter eleven with that? Sometimes, is it as simple as that? It is as simple as what I said. In order to live your life consistently that way every day, it's not that easy. Produce, deliver, and collect is a huge line item every day. To produce, deliver, and collect. Very huge line item. What is another huge line item on that list? Employees have problems. Customers have problems. Families have problems. You have to listen to them, identify what they're saying, and redirect the situation to a positive. To a positive. When an employee has a a problem, that means he's in there talking to you and he's not doing his job. You need to identify what his problem is and come up with a solution. Come up with a solution instantly. Can you do that if you're not eating right and you're not sleeping right? No, you cannot. What's the first thing that a CEO does that kills a company? He quits paying himself. He starts losing sleep. He's not eating right, and he's irritable with everybody he talks to. None of those line items pay well. None of them pay well. None of them. So... Yes, go ahead, Marcia. I think you want to say something. Well, what you're talking about is what I've seen when I've gone into companies, and you can, you know, you can get a sense if if the company's doing well, if the company's not doing well. You sense from the the receptionist. You, I don't even have to meet the CEO. I can tell just by the people there. Are they engaged? Are they, um, you know, uh, just sitting around not doing anything? So I think what you're, what the important point is that you're talking about is that yes, you have to put, you, you know, the you have to know is, how much money you have, what's going out, what's coming in, all that. But you also have to take care of, number one, yourself, but number two, your employees. And can you talk, because that's my bag, which is, you know, how do you, how, what would you recommend CEOs who are in trouble, how to take care of their employees? And I, you know, just simple little things. Um, Look, it's, it's a giant task, turnaround. But mm-hmm. communication is it not just for employees. Communication is it for everybody. You must tell people where you are because the next thing a CEO does when he gets in trouble is go underground. He doesn't yes. tell anybody. Yes. He starts, mm-hmm. he starts uh, borrowing money. He starts getting into more trouble. Suddenly he's not talking to his wife or her husband. Uh, uh, he's not talking to uh, the family. He's not talking to his uh, employees. He's not talking to, and he's irritable and discontent, and he's irritable. People start getting scared. People start running. Then all at once we've got legal problems because we weren't clear with our creditors. We weren't clear. Suddenly we've got legal problems. Then we're also, as I said, behind on our taxes. 
if you're listening to me out here, out there, you know, the avalanche that comes down from not being clear with people is because you're not clear with yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going. I have a critical profit report that I do on the 1st and the 15th. I'm sorry, on the 1st and the 15th of every month. And we do it by week. It's a cash-based system. So you know exactly where you're at. Cash in, month to date. Cash out, month to date. What are your receivables plus WIP? Totally, totally. How much money is behind 15 days, 20 days, 60 days, 90 days, so on and so forth. So that the CEO knows on a cash basis, the accrual basis doesn't have anything to do here. Mm-hmm. Cash in the barrel is what keeps us alive. Cash in the barrel. Not how much money we think we're going to make, not how much money we think we're going to spend, not how much money we think we're going to... None of that matters in the war, the war against insolvency. So if I can say that, what, to answer your question, what is said to... An employee is the same thing that is said to a creditor or to a spouse. I'm in trouble. This is where we're at. This is what I can do. This is what I cannot do. I am going to employ the assistance of people that know how to do this, and we are going to see how it goes one day at a time. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I'm in over my head, but I have faith in heaven and myself and my family that we can survive this. Brother, whatever you want to do, I'm for you. As far as what you want to do, I may or may not be able to do that today. That is never, ever, hardly ever said on war, in the war of insolvency. When you get out there on the Coliseum floor, people lie, we hide, we get covert, we say things we don't mean, we try to do things that are impossible, and we have no direction. Without structure in a company, in a solvent company, without structure, insolvency will prevail. Structure and uh, communication. Mm. I couldn't have said it any faster. Marsha, I hope that answers your question. Yes, it does. And um, we just have about two minutes, and what came to my mind is it makes so much sense. What you're saying makes so much sense to be upfront to um, about where the company is, where you're at as the CEO, what you're dealing with. Then why isn't it done more? What stops a CEO from being th- that authentic and honest? Um, knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. He doesn't know what's going to happen, and so it is in- incumbent. If you're listening to me today, it is incumbent upon you to call me or a Marsha, someone who has done this. I do it every day before I got on the phone this morning. I was on in court by phone, Uh in court by phone. I was on the phone with three or four companies before seven o'clock this morning because I do it every day. The experience I have, do not, I say to you CEOs out there in trouble. Do not entertain theories and generalities. Well, let me just... Yes. I think that's a great idea, you know, great um, thought, which is to use people who uh, really know what they're doing and to give give the CEO the knowledge, but also the confidence 
to move forward. So it is time for a short break. I'm Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is Patrick Reddick, American's top turnaround man. You're listening to The Business Edge, giving street smart advice on how to create and grow great businesses that matter, those that do good and do well. So stay tuned. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you ever heard of someone who felt stuck in a challenging situation, feeling sideswiped by an event that took their success path off course? Glenn Ramsey, the entrepreneur blind spot coach, will help you to identify the unnoticeable reasons why you've derailed and get back on track with your KPI goals. Get realigned with success and connect with Glenn, the blind spot coach, at Glenn at InspireNexus.com to schedule your free discovery coaching session today. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N, at InspireNexus.com. There's a science for building a successful business. The number one requirement is that you have a management system that controls all its moving parts. Without the system, your business is disorganized. Your quality is inconsistent. Your customers complain. With this system, your business is transformed into a finely tuned machine that is innovative, productive, profitable. Sign up now for the Manage Hub Quick Start Workshop. It's completely free, and you'll get instant access to Manage Hub software, training, and support. Go from stressful to successful. Visit MarshaZidle.com. That's M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E.com. You're tuned in to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to the Business Edge. I'm Marcia Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. My guest today is Patrick Reddick, who is America's top turnaround man, and it has been an absolutely 
uh, Patrick, fascinating conversation with you, um, talking about, you know, um, what was, uh, my first question was, today's program is, when is more too much and when is enough enough? And you really talked about that and gave some great insights. So now that, um, you know, we have, um, you know, a couple of minutes, about five minutes or so, um, so this is sort of like a wrap up. And what are the key things that you would like our listeners to take away? Um, if they only have to remember three to five things, what are those three to five things so that they either keep themselves out of bankruptcy <laughs> or if they are dealing with financial crisis, what, what can they do? So I'm, I'm waiting for your three to five takeaways. Okay. All right. You know, at some point, Marsha, I'm going to ask you why you do what you do. And I'll do that in just a minute. So think about that for a second because I'm going to need to know that. And I, I think I'll zoom back to your question. Mm-hmm. Takeaways. Let's see. Takeaways. How would you like to be successful in your life? Take responsibility. What does that mean? Well, right now everybody listening has heard that a billion times. Take responsibility for your actions. I've heard that till I'm blue in the face. I grew up Irish Catholic. I go, oh, you better take responsibility for your actions or bad things are going to happen. It's a fiery end to everything you're doing. Okay? I've heard that all my life. When you stand in front of a judge, he says, you're going to take responsibility for your actions. There's that. Blah, 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 blah. What does that mean? Right now, everybody doesn't know what that means because I'm going to tell you. Okay. It means it's not the economy's fault. It's not the economy's fault. It is not the economy's fault that you're not making money. It is not Mr. and Mrs. fault that you're not making any money. It is not an employee who quit. It's not his fault. It is not the fault that the weather changed outside or you are the victim of an unfortunate circumstance. It is your fault. Once you get to the point that it is your fault, your fault that you are in insolvent waters, you can get something done. Well, it's not my fault. I didn't do anything. That does not pay well. It does not pay well. When you live over your means, when you start making money a really good year and you change your entire life because you've had a good year, it's only a good year. When you expect your life to pay for a giant life, you're cruising in shark-infested waters. How often do I see businesses do really well outside of bankruptcy? They leave a bankruptcy, they start doing well, all at once I'm buying a new house. No! All at once i got to get a new car. No! And what kind of new car do I get? Does anybody ever get a $25,000 car? Never! No. So, everybody Patrick. Get the car. Yes, yes. So, Patrick, uh, first is take responsibility. Totally agree. What is another takeaway that you want them to remember? Well, if you're going to have to push me, Marcia, that one is the best one right there. Take responsibility. But if you want to push me on top of it, in the middle of trouble, instantly, upon instantly, that little voice in your head said, just stay the course and it'll get better. Wrong voice. And immediately, when you sense negative cash flow, make changes. Uh-huh. immediately, instantly, instantly. Now, Marsha, is that okay, or should I keep going? Keep going. One more. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Marsha. Okay. 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 We got those two. 
Third is dimension jumping. <laughs> dimension jumping. Dimension jumping means people go into the future. They go into the future. They say, in the future, this is going to happen. Nobody knows the future. Flash news bulletin, folks. Nobody knows the future. And every time people come back from the future, they have a bad story. I've been to the future, and it looks like everything's going to go bad. It's all bad. Or we got the nutcase that comes back from the future and says, you know what? The future's so bright, you got to wear shades. <laughs> dimension, dimension jumping is bad. God knows what happens in the future. Nobody else. Nobody else. Nobody else. So where you want to stay is in the right now. If you are cash ah. negative right now, get cash positive right now. Make changes right now and slash. I know you said only three, but also I'll make it 3A. Okay, okay, 3A is talk to a person who knows, who did it. Talk to a person who understands negative and positive cash flow insolvency and solvency. And that is their life. That is their business. And that is their inspiration. I know two. One's on the phone with me right now. And the other one is me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I want to go back to that third one with dimension jumping. Because you talk about staying in, in the right now. I call staying in the present. Too many people that I see in my coaching practice either are in the past, regretting the past, or the future and being scared of what's going to be happening in the future. And I think you're saying deal with the present. Make the present work for you. Am I correct on that? Well, let's put it in a little bit of a fun sense. Yes, you're correct. You're correct on a lot of things. I'm very happy to be talking this morning. I'm glad I found a kindred spirit. Here we go. People say all the time, you know, this is the way it should be. This is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it used to be. This is the way it could right. be. This is the way it ought to be. This is the way. This is the way. The only thing that is solvent in this life is if you accept the following. This is the way it is. I S. The way it is right now will dictate what is going to happen in one minute. You want to go into the future? Let's take it one minute at a time. If we are negative right now or we are positive, we're positive right now. Thank you. We thank the Lord in heaven. Send your tax-deductible donation to Oklahoma City, 73132. We'll send you a free holy water bottle. Okay? If you're negative, fix it. On fix that it note, right on, on that note, Patrick, um, uh, it's time for uh, – I wish we had more time, but we don't. So – um, I want to thank you so much for this very entertaining but very informative um, interview. And now it's time for, you know, if, if um, our uh, listeners want to get a, uh, in touch with you, how can they do that? Uh, tell them how to contact you. Well, this is very, this is, uh, oh, this is, uh, this is some tricky stuff, Marcia. This is called a telephone number that I answer. I know it's, it's weird. 760-662-9668. The operator standing by is me. I return my calls. As I get them, I will get to you one way or another. Not somebody, but me. My uh, website, www.thereticcorporation.com. Reddick is spelled R-E-T-T-I-G. And I hope to hear from you soon. If you're in trouble... Don't worry, man. Worrying does not pay well. Make the call. Call and see what happens. By the way, it's a free call. I won't charge you. 
for telling you what you already know. You're in trouble, and you got to get out. Amen. <sighs> Amen to that. Thank you so much, Patrick. As I said, it's been both a fascinating, enjoyable, and informative uh, interview. And now, Marsha's Musings. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Managing the Critical Path. Listeners, I would like you to think of running a company like a relay race. The goal in the race is to get the baton around the track as fast as possible without dropping it. To win, the team must have a system whereby each person knows his or her responsibility to complete that leg of the race and then hand off the baton smoothly and efficiently to the next runner. I thought about this analogy after hearing a very successful serial entrepreneur talk about building a fast growth company. His view is that in every company, there are a series of critical paths, courses that employees have to run and are essential activities or milestones that have to be completed by one person or team or department before another can move forward. He saw his role as managing that critical path. By that, he meant making sure no specific obstacles prevent his employees from completing projects, making sales, and serving customers in a timely and efficient manner. In other words, making sure the baton is handed off without dropping so that the next stage of the race can be run. I like this way of thinking about managing small to medium-sized ventures. It clarifies the role of the CEO. As long as each person gets his or her job done, then the critical path is open. The race keeps going. The company keeps moving forward. If a person can't get the job done, then the CEO must step in and clear the way so that the race can continue. Listeners, as CEOs and business leaders, how well are you managing the critical path of your company? Find out by taking the success score, a simple cost-effective assessment that measures the overall health of your business and then gives you tools to optimize your operations and your leadership. Go to www.marshazidal.com. That's www. M-A-R-C-I-A-Z-I-D-L-E dot com. And scroll down to the section, sign up to work with me. Click on success score plus review. You'll get your success score plus a one-hour customized coaching session. Want to know more? Then contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmoves.com coach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Next week's program to bring more magic to your leadership and business is... Which 2015 LinkedIn changes, some of them secret, will help you succeed in 2016? My guest is Wayne Breitbart, the CEO of Power Formula. 
He is an experienced businessman, speaker, and author, and an internationally recognized industry leader in LinkedIn training, marketing, and consulting. Wayne has shared his expertise with more than 80,000 business professionals through private business consulting, dynamic presentations to worldwide audience, and his critical acclaimed book, The Power Formula for LinkedIn Success, now in its third edition. Topics will include LinkedIn Profile 3.0, LinkedIn Publishing, Endorsements versus Recommendations, Calls to Action, Referrals on LinkedIn, and so much more. Start the new year with a LinkedIn strategy that will help you blow the doors off your projections and your competition. Tune in Friday, February 12th at noon Pacific and 3 Eastern. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked what happened, which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a Smart Moves coach, let me show you how. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zidal, a Smart Moves coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurial ventures and small to medium-sized companies build the leadership and talent to move from innovative startup to productive scale-up to profitable enterprise. Remember, to be successful, you must get outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach. Join us again next Friday, noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make the leap from a stressful to a successful business. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.